Welcome to Benjamin's Dream and the Dreamers Podcast. Hey everyone, it's week number six in fantasy football. So let's uh, call up our first member of the league, which is Mike, and see what he has to say this week. Hey Ben, what's up? Oh, not too much, how are you? Um, last week you actually came, you lost, correct? Yes, I did. Which was really frustrating because you only scored. So, like, when you played me the week before, you scored, like, 150 points or, like, 100. It was, like, 150.1 yeah. or something ridiculous. And then you scored 70 last week. Yeah, very frustrating. David Johnson played well, correct? Yes, he did. And so did Melvin Gordon, or no? Yeah. yeah. I think he played. Yeah, Melvin Gordon had a good game, I think, too. Yeah. Then where was, was it just that um, Calvin Ridley didn't go off? Calvin really didn't do much, obviously, in the Steelers game. Um, my other receiver didn't do much. Honestly, I didn't get much production. I mean, uh, kicker had a decent amount of points. My defense did terrible because it was the Rams during that shootout. Mm-hmm. Good points. Um, and Cam didn't do very well either. Okay, yeah, because I, I, I was trying to figure out what you played. Did, uh, did you play Golden Tate last week? I did, yeah. I think in my other league, it's PPR. I think he actually did pretty good. Right. I think he didn't score. You know, he didn't have a lot of yards. No, I got you. Has Latavius Murray worked out for you at all because of all. Dalvin Cook was out? Uh, he hasn't done anything. Um, I started him the first week when Dalvin Cook was out. Mm-hmm. No, I got you. But I am playing Corell this week because Corell keeps having like twenty-point games out of nowhere. Right, because they they I keep they use him similar to Chris Thompson, like how the Washington Redskins use Chris Thompson. Yeah. Because they'll involve him in a lot, they just might not give him a lot of handoffs, if that makes sense. Yep, exactly. So unless he breaks a big play, it's kind of like pointless. Mm-hmm. So are, are we in the same division? No, no, I'm in the same one as your brother. Don't think so. The two people in front, Travis is four and one. I think Drew's two and must be three and two. Three and two, yeah. And then yeah. you're two and three? I'm two and three now, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm two and three in mine, which isn't a huge deal, I guess. It seems awful at this point because, like, we only play till like, week – is it week 13 in the uh, playoff start? Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to – so, I may I, – I traded for Bell, like, three or four weeks ago, and I feel like is this going to be – I hope it's not a waste, but we'll just see what happens. I don't know. You have Bell right now? I have Bell right now, but he's not coming back till week okay, eight. Yeah. So, that meant when I traded for him, I had three more games, so, like, yeah. week five, week six, and then our bye week, and then week eight he would play. You'll, have, you'll get five games out of him, which is pretty good, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I just hope I don't get too far back, which I'm not really, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't do anything for agent-wise this week or last week. I've just been kind of trying to keep it steady, but, yeah, I was frustrated to have a bad week last week. Right. I wasn't going to say. I, I don't remember if I made a lot of moves the week before. I think I picked – well, I think the week before I did make a lot of moves because I picked up some more running backs. and I picked up the Colts running back. I picked back up. Um, no, I tried to pick up Chris Thompson, but Drew got him. And then I took oh. the uh, Tennessee Titans versus the Bills. I mean, they only got me eight points, which is an awful, but um, I think my the Bears were on a bye, so it wasn't a huge deal. Oh. oh, this week, so I have Travis Kelsey as my tight end. So, okay. And he doesn't have a bye till week 12, so I'm you know very excited about that. But, um, but I picked up Greg Olson this week just to see where it goes. I feel like he'll just get hurt again, but if he doesn't, he's one of Cam's yeah, favorite yeah. targets. He is, is. Is this his first game back this coming weekend? If he plays, yeah, it'll be his first game back. He was. Yeah. He played the first one, got hurt, and then he was out for four weeks. Yeah. 
but it was the bye week on week four. I mean, he's definitely good to stash, especially since you have Kelsey and you can wait till week 12. Right, yeah. By then you'll know if he's doing anything, so. Right. I was trying to see, based off that I'm a Steelers fan, who the Steelers were playing week 12, but I think it's Oakland, so it's Jared Cook. Okay, I got Cook. Yeah, right, you got Cook. I think That's I'm what. Too. I think I got him in both. Yeah. Has Antonio Gates been consistent at all? I, you know what, I haven't even played him yet. I think he had one game where he scored a touchdown and had a couple catches, but he's not in a standard score, and he's not much of an option, really. He hasn't been doing much. No, I got you. They have the same backup that they had when he was still playing. They just drafted a guy who got hurt. That's why they brought him back this year, because he actually retired. Hunter Henry is yeah, the Hunter guy that got hurt, right? Yeah, because their other guy is like Virgil Green. And they've had yeah, him yeah, for yeah. A while. Mm-hmm. I think he was on the Broncos for a time bit. I think he was, yeah. They kind of split time, I think. So he's not been doing. I guess you. Yeah. Okay, we'll switch topics a little bit. Which Steelers are going to show up Sunday? Which team? I think it's a division game on the road. I think they're going to show up how they looked last week. I think they're going to show up good. I was never in the huge, and I didn't get to talk last week, so I was never in the huge, like, panic mode. Like, right. I wasn't happy with how they played, especially after the Ravens game, but, I mean, there's no reason to panic. Like, I don't know. I think they can still be fine. I think the division's up for grabs. So it's, like, it's like I understand what you're saying totally. It's just sometimes what you see on the field is what it's going to be, if that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. there was obviously some games like – well, let's not count the Browns game. Um, we bounced back semi versus Tampa Bay, but we didn't score – we scored zero points in the second half. And then we scored zero yeah. points in the second half versus Baltimore. Yeah. But then we played Atlanta, and we played very, very well. I think we had a defensive touchdown again, and we did very well on offense. But it, I, it depends on which running game we get. I mean, I guess – I don't know. I, it depends on which running game we get because yeah. – I, I mean, I think Ben can just throw all the time, which in theory he kind of did versus the Chiefs. But we can't – we have to hold the ball a little longer because I don't yeah. – I think our defense probably gives up too many big plays. I agree, and I don't know what kind of run defense Cincinnati has. I actually think they're decent against the run. I might be wrong, though, but that's that's worrisome. But the one thing that kind of saves Connor and that he does similar to Bell is he is a decent receiver, which surprised me. Like, so, you know, maybe some of those, like, wheel routes or catch the ball in the backfield could be, like, a good kind of change-up. No, I guess so, yeah. He's pretty good at that. He had, like, 75 yards last week through the air, so that's pretty good. I never really understood. I mean, obviously, if Bell comes back, you know, he's getting the top dollar, so you want to give him the ball all the time, if that's the situation, if you look at it that way. But I don't understand why we don't use St- Stephen Ridley more once in a while. Like, we just give Connor the ball over and over again. Yeah. And then he's, like, blatantly tired, which I guess is maybe, I don't know. But just, like, just give someone else the ball, like, twice or have someone else pass block once in a while. I think we had Ridley carry the ball in second down, like, three times, and that was his usage for the whole game. Right. Like, was tired and threw him in because really actually i thought he was decent and he was a good receiver too like he was actually a really good receiver i thought in oakland i mean excuse me um new england he was a good receiver i thought no i guess so. how do you like uh the mountaineers matchup versus iowa state i don't know i feel like I, I feel like everyone i'm kind of scared of the game um but i also think i mean we're a much better team than if we play the way we should and don't you know have a bad half that I think we should win easily though. Right. Um, I think they're gonna they're gonna be a lot tougher than the record suggests at two and three. Um, I didn't watch the game versus Oklahoma State. I saw beginning of it, like the beginning of the game a little bit, and it was kind of like back and forth. I think. Did they beat Oklahoma State? They did. Yeah, they beat them. They had, they had a third string quarterback play the game. He's a true freshman. And he played great. 
Oh, I hope it's not one of those things. I don't like, I mean, I guess it, I just, I just feel like, I remember when I was like, you know, I guess I was a teenager, but like when Tom Brady played his first game versus Steelers or something, I think he beat us. Yeah. And it was just frustrating because I think it was in the playoffs. It was annoying. But like, I hope this situation with uh, this like freshman quarterback that just came in, I hope he plays like a freshman rather than like a good player if he is. That's the thing. I mean, he came in out of nowhere. I mean, they beat a rank, not a ranked team anymore, but a decent team. And I mean, who knows? It doesn't mean he's going to play good this week when he has a full week as a starter. They just kind of threw him in there. So, I don't know. I, I think it'll be a close game. It usually is against them. So, I don't know. And um, the fact that it's at night and, you know, in Iowa State, like, I don't know. I think it'll be a close game, actually. Mm-hmm. I think this is a kind of a weird – I think – I think if we don't turn the ball over, I think we'll be fine. But it seems like we're going to at least turn over the ball once every game. If we turn over battle, we'll win by 14 points or more. Correct, yeah. I found it awesome. I mean, I think multiple people have talked about this, how we've never um, trailed in a game so far. We've always led. I, we're the only team left to play at all. That's, so, so, that's such a good stat in favor of us. I know, because I know, like, Alabama was down to Mississippi, Ole Miss by like three for like a second, and that was it. Because I was thinking, like, how are they down? But right, yeah. That's we're the only team left that has not trailed for a second. That's wild. I mean, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. excited. I really like the combination of backs we have, running backs. I think they really help change the pace, kind of. Because like, I really like McCoy, but like Letty Brown is really good, also. And then we also have um, who's the third running back we. We actually started in versus Iowa Martel State. Petaway. Yeah. 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 He's good, too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people, like, especially a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they were all, like, down on McCoy. I mean, I think overall, like, receiving and everything else combined, McCoy's the best overall back. But, I mean, right. Buddy Brown, like, great between the tackles. He's awesome as a freshman. Right, yeah. Petaway had, like, 160 yards against Iowa State last year or something. Like, he's a really good running back, too. Mm-hmm. What I've, I'm, I've noticed, I feel like, the past few games, is like McCoy might not start, but he always finishes the game. He does, yeah. Like he'll just he – the... Yeah, he only had like two carries and one was a pass for a touchdown. Right. Yep. So I'm pretty excited about the team this year. I like Bigelow and our defensive line. I think our secondary is kind of stepping up also, which is nice. Yep. Our defense, I mean, they're not amazing, but they're the best they've been in a while, I feel like. Especially the, the, the D-line hasn't been this good since like Rod was here, I feel like. Like they're actually good now. No, I got you. But it was uh, good talking to you, and uh, same time next week. Yeah, you too, man. Sounds good. Sounds Thanks. Bye. All right. See you later. Bye. Okay, so now we're going to call up another member of the league, which is Gabby, and we'll see what she has to say this week. Hello. Hey, what's up? Not too much. So this week, uh, I see you have Jared Goff as your starting quarterback. Is there any part of you that wants to start Wentz tonight? Yeah, I was actually just debating whether or not I should since the game is going to start soon. Right, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, because of the divisional game against the Giants, I feel like we know their offense and their defense pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I'm hesitating whether or not I should, who I should start. No, I got you. But I think the same thing could go for the Eagles, or just could go for the Giants. They know your offense and they know your defense pretty well. I feel like. That's true. Um, so. I remember the first Thursday night game. Actually, I might be lying. The Bengals played the Ravens, and the Bengals blew them out. And then I think it was the Jets and the Browns, and that's when the Browns won. I think I'm forgetting a game, but then um, I think it was two weeks ago. Who played last week? Two weeks ago was the Rams versus the Vikings. Then who played last week? 
Mm, I can't remember. I don't think I watched any games last week. Sweet. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, um, you starting McCoy this week? Do you have more confidence that he'll bounce back? Yeah, I didn't have a ton of other options either. Right. I mean, I think it's – I mean, uh, Tyler Lockett's weird. So, like, he'll get touchdowns pretty consistently because I've had him in past leagues. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you go to look how many receptions he's got, he only has, like, three or something. It's like, well, I mean, I guess it's fine since we're not in a PPR. But if you're only – let's say, you know, if you have, let's say, that's Fawn Diggs. Well, he's going to mm-hmm. get, like, you know, 12-plus targets. And that right. means he has 12 times to do have a big play. But mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett only has, like, five chances, and he catches, like, three of the ball. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's hard to pick when to start him and not. Yeah. Have you started? I, I think. Uh, no, keep going. Go uh, well, I was. I decided to give McCoy a chance, seeing that Ajayi got hurt, and then I feel like I didn't have a lot of other options with who to go with. So no, I guess him you. a shot. He's projected to get nine points or so, and he did pretty well the last two weeks, I think. So it looks like he's getting a little bit more consistent than when he started off the season. No, that makes sense. We'll What's Bilal Powell been averaging? Because I feel like he gets uh, like a lot of... Eight or nine. That's not too bad. Season. Yeah, he's just relatively consistent. I don't think... I mean, he gets a decent amount of touches. I think... Uh, I was it? Um, what's, that other, what's the other guy's name? Isaiah... Isaiah Carell? Yeah. I think he's typically been scoring more points, but I think they've been splitting the touches pretty evenly. Which is not, well, that's good for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think your matchup versus the Packers versus the 49ers, I think that should be good for you because the 49ers are playing a backup quarterback, which he did start for the 49ers last year until Jimmy Garoppolo did show up. But I think it should be still a good matchup. I think they should be angry based off their last week's score because I think they. They missed. They left too many points on the board versus uh, the versus the Lions. Okay. Yeah, I figured I'd I'd have the Eagles for a couple weeks, and I feel like they had one or two games that they put up a decent amount of points, but they've kind of been just sitting at like the three or four points. I mean, and they haven't been scoring a lot, and I but I feel like but. You know, they haven't been getting a lot of sacks or fumbles or anything like interceptions and stuff, so they're really not getting that many points. So I figured I'd try something else. I got you. And I saw some... It's kind of like just change as many things and see if I can win one more game. No, no, no. I got you. I mean, in theory, so like you're in my division, um, my buddy Chase with Jason and Giles, who's in first place overall with, you know, 5-0. So I looked at the playoff standings, but I told you like week one or something, like something ridiculous. And I thought it was based off who, like, the top two in the division. It's the top two mm-hmm. score overall. So, I mean, we could st- – so, in theory, I mean, obviously we're not going to get, you know, the top four records in our division. But, I mean, we could still make it because we're only, like, a few games behind. Okay. So, I mean, it's not a big deal yet. I feel like every player that I think is doing pretty well, as soon as I pick them up, they either get hurt or they do really badly. So, I guess you. feel like I'm slightly cursed, but that's okay. Um, did, did Jared Goff bounce back in the second half fantasy points-wise? Uh, I think he only had like 14 points. That's why. That's why so, I thought, unfortunately, because so. I saw um, Cooper Cup did well for you. He got you like 15-plus, correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, he did pretty good. He was a good pickup, but uh, Goff really didn't pan out as well as I think that was the lowest points he's put out so far this season. So. No, I got you. And the Austin Hooper pick versus um, he should have. Did he? Did you have him last week, or did you play Vance McDonald? No, I actually traded Evan Ingram because he was out with an injury for a couple weeks. So I. I uh, dropped him. I no, I got you. Sorry. I no, dropped that's no big him. deal. I picked up Boston Cooper. No, I got you. But Tampa Bay has been giving up points like crazy, so I think uh, I think that might be a good matchup for you this week. I'm unfortunately playing Matt Ryan, so I'm not looking forward to that. Because, <laughs> like, the Tampa Bay is – I mean, the, the Bears look like the greatest offense ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, again, every every – player I pick up they just like don't put up any points like I got last week I picked up Mason Crosby because the um he was ranked the number one kicker yeah and then he missed four field right yeah it was crazy yeah I was like are you kidding (laughs) (laughs) I was mad Uh, I mean I only lost to Jason by like six points but like Dan Bailey missed multiple field goals which could have I mean but that's all I hate I mean you can't do nothing about that to me like I feel like sometimes if you somehow could go back and change that, it would just change everything else, then it would be pointless. Yeah, very true. How do you feel on the Eagles versus the Giants tonight? Um, I don't know. I feel like we're dealing with a lot of injuries right now. Um, and still making a lot of mistakes, but I don't know. I feel like against, um, I can't think of names. Odell Beckham? Eli, Eli Manning? Know, against Eli Manning. It's just, I feel like, he makes a decent amount of mistakes nowadays anyway, so hopefully we can... I'm hoping he just plays okay, because I have mm-hmm. Odell Beckham tonight, and I've decided mm-hmm. to put... I think I started him at my... I put him as my... I had him as my flex for a second, but then I was like, well, that's dumb, because, like, if I change my mind, I can't put a running back there. I can't put a tight end there, you know what I mean? So I put him back as my, like, number two receiver... And right now I have Emmanuel Sanders as my flex, but I could change that. But um, uh, I remember watching the Eagles game last week, and um, Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, like, went crazy. Well, Adam Thielen did. Stephon played very well, though, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping he Odell. Did, he did pretty good. He, he just hasn't been scoring any touchdowns. I guess. I hope uh, – so I hope Odell just goes crazy tonight, but we'll see. kind of weird. I, I, I mean – since I grew up so close to where the state, like relatively close to the stadium, it's mm-hmm. like I don't hate the Giants. No, I got you. Like, but so then when they play, I'm kind of like, well, I kind of am rooting for Eagles, but I kind of want the Giants to do well too. <laughs> kind of just conflict since they're in the same division. But. No, I guess. I mean, it kind of makes sense, feel, but... I don't I th- feel like that at all about the Redskins and the Cowboys. Like, I just hate them. No, I, I'm... I don't understand why the Cowboys... Well, I think I... Are in that. I think I know why the Cowboys aren't that great. It's based off Dak really isn't that good, unfortunately. Seems like a great person, but he can't make a majority of the throws. And, like, his rookie year, he had Dez... And I think he had a number two receiver that was very pretty good. I unfortunately can't think of his name. And he had Witten. And he still had the mm-hmm. offensive line he does now. Plus he had Zeke with him. And they were just firing on all cylinders. And I think 
I think somehow a lot of teams are beating that offensive line off the off the ball so that like, they can get in the gaps. And, you know, Z mm-hmm. can't have a big game, but when, like, three or four guys are trying to tackle him, he's going to be corralled most of the time. But then that right. – but that means then Dak has to throw, and he hasn't really shown he can do that. Yeah, I think uh, his rookie season, he was definitely putting up numbers that everyone thought he was going to be really like up there with the elite quarterbacks, and I feel like that really hasn't panned out. No, I guess you. I think last year showed a lot because when Zeke was out, then he was back in because like, he tried to fight the suspension and stuff it kind of showed you what they were going to be, and people were, like, shocked. But then it seems like they didn't mind Des Bryant's personality, and I get why you want to cut him based off the money. You know, you want to give it to other players maybe or try to do other moves. But he doesn't have anyone to throw to now because Witten retired, like, kind of all of a sudden, and then they're just not really as good as they should be. Yeah. Well, I'm not too unhappy about that. Me either, so that's good. It was good talking to you, and we're on the same time next week. Okay. All right, bye. Bye. And next caller, we're going to call Chase, and we're going to see what he has to say about this week. Hello. Hey, what's up? How much? What's up? Oh, not too much. Um, So did you – you unfortunately lost last week, correct? Yeah, yeah, I lost again. Who did you play? Drew? I honestly don't remember, Um, but I wasn't very close either. It might have been – I don't know. It doesn't really matter at the point – at this point. I think your matchup with uh, Jimmy Graham versus um, the 49ers might be okay. Has he been panning out at all? Jimmy Graham? Yeah. No, not at all. He has hardly done anything. Well, I know this is a bad example since, you know, but Travis Kelsey got me 10 points. He had 100 yards versus the 49ers, so maybe you'll get lucky with that. I, I don't know. It's just he's not – being, it's not as productive as I thought he would be. It's kind of a, no. I think it's kind of a wasted early pick. I think well, I wasn't too early. But I don't think it wasn't too. I can't remember at the time, but I don't think it was too early. I think it didn't really matter. Did Devontae Freeman do okay? I unfortunately missed half the game. I was driving back, and then I was visiting family. Yeah, yeah, I think he did all right. Yeah. Um, no, he didn't have a touchdown, did he? I don't think so, no. I don't remember who scored for the Falcons, but, I mean, did okay. Uh, LeBlunt ended up doing really well, but I didn't play him. He had at least two touchdowns, but I benched him. No, I got you. I should have played him in my flex instead of Tavon, but I didn't. No, I got you. You could always move – well, I mean, I don't know. How's Derrick Henry doing? I feel like he's doing – he's underperforming, but – I mean, he's probably my most consistent running back at the moment. No, I got you. Cause that's just because Freeman was injured. How long has Tavon been a running back wide receiver? How long is he what? So he's labeled as a running back slash wide receiver? Well, I'm not sure when that happened. Well, that's good. That's awesome then because then, well, I mean, if he gets used more. But that's good because then you can put him at wide receiver or something and put another, in theory, another running back or something in your flex. Or, you yeah, know what I mean? that's true. Yeah, and, but, and then what, Giovanni Bernard's hurt. So. Well, actually, Joe Mixon came back. I don't know if – but I don't – Giovanni Bernard might be actually hurt too. He but was I, out, so. Okay, I guess you. But I got um, Alshon Jeffrey tonight, so hopefully. I think you should. I feel like a lot of the Thursday night games have been kind of like shootouts so far, or at least a lot of offense, which would make a shootout. Either that or nobody scores. Yeah. No, I guess you. So, what did you, I mean, so I got to watch pretty much the second half of the game – 
a little bit. I listened to it on the radio. We sounded okay. Um, did you get? Were you able to watch the whole game, the Steeler game? Yeah, yeah, I was. How do you feel we did? I feel the defense played pretty well, and uh, I mean, I mean, the offense. Ben and AB feel like it looks like they're starting to click again, so that's always good. And Connor looked good. I mean, he got more than five rushes, so right. You know, he got to develop a rhythm. I mean, if we win, I think we'll beat Cincy. I, I hope think so. Cincy's that good. But, I mean, they barely beat. They had to come back behind from behind and beat Miami, and they right. And they barely they beat the Falcons on a last second touchdown mm-hmm. the week before. So I don't know. It's always it's always a really hard, tough game. Right. Not a lot of very physical game. I look forward to it. Like this is anything like last year. No, I guess. I mean, you. obviously, I hope nobody gets hurt like Shazier again. But I understood what you meant. So I guess it didn't really matter in the first half, but Vontes Burfick was back for the Bengals last week versus the Dolphins. Yeah, I but think that was his first week back. It was still, you know, seventeen uh, nothing Dolphins, and then all of a sudden it was twenty-seven to seventeen in the second half. Right? Yeah, I did that right. I think so. Yeah, I, I mean the Dolphins kind of suck. So I'm, I'm well, the Dolphins that. were one of the undefeated teams, and then they got blown up by the Patriots. And then it might have been the Bengals game. I thought they were bouncing back, or it was a different one. You know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure they started out undefeated, and then I think they went to zero and two after that. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not getting excited about them. I don't know. I mean, the Patriots are going to win the division. Correct. Else yeah. That division is any good? No, I got you. Oh, this is random. This is just pointless, just because I want to. I hate the Ravens. Did Justin Tucker actually miss a field goal, or was it blocked? I could not tell you. I'm sorry. It's no big deal because it was in the overtime game, and I saw on the stats that he missed a field goal. But in fantasy, if it's blocked, it's counted as a it's counted as a miss. If that makes sense. Uh, so I couldn't see if it was blocked. I didn't read if it was blocked or because I didn't watch the game because it was it, they went into overtime with the Browns and lost, which yeah, is awesome. Which yeah, I mean, good for the Browns, I guess. Uh, let me see if I can look on here. I played Travis last week. Travis's team is unfortunately very consistent. He scored like over 100 points the last three weeks every time. Yeah, he beat me 129 to 92. I did better than I thought, actually. Oh, Rodgers ended up doing pretty good, too. He was thinking until later. I, he would do that. So I had him last year, and he would do that some. But if he ever has to come back, he just starts putting it together because he'll run, he'll throw, he'll he'll just do the stuff he needs to to get them back into, like, man, like somewhere within winning striking range, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. So Tucker was, yeah, three for four on field goals, it says. So he either missed one or had a block. I don't know. Right, yeah. I was. I kind of hope he missed it, but I find it – he's just during the Sunday night game two weeks ago for us, and I thought Al Michaels jinxed him for sure. He's like, he's never missed a field goal <laughs> under, like, 45 yards or something ridiculous. The only one he missed was a block, and it was, like, a few years ago. Maybe it was under 30. I don't know what it was. And I was like, oh, okay, he's going to miss this one. He didn't. So I'm just reading, but, yeah, it was blocked. Okay, okay, okay. It was. I watched a little bit of the the Eagles-Vikings uh, game because it was a later game. Yeah. Um, and I saw uh, Sheldon Gibson got it. Like he – it was probably yeah, like a 30-yard pass or something. I didn't get to see play, but uh, 40 – yeah, he got me 4.7 points. I didn't play him. But That's a big play. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, it was I a big play at the play, moment. Yeah. I got you. They lost. The Eagles are, what, two and three? I think so, yes. Man, good. I hope they don't make the playoffs. They lost to Tennessee, and they lost to Tampa. Well, that division seems like it sucks, too, now. Yeah. 
I don't. Redskins don't look any good. Giants don't look any good. I, I'm not sure about the Cowboys. Uh, last game I watched, they, didn't, they lost to the Texans last. Their their offense is not very consistent at all. Like Dak, I was talking to the Gabby, the person before you. I don't think Dak can really make the throws he needs to to, you know, carry the team. Yeah. I think yeah, his. I don't, I don't think so either. I can't remember their number two receiver his rookie year, but they had Dez, another like a very good number two, Witten, that offensive line and Zeke, and they're all performing a high level. The second year yeah. Zeke got suspended. Mm-hmm. Beasley or something? No, it it was a, it wasn't a slot receiver. I can't. It doesn't um, really matter. But oh, it's gonna drive me nuts, anyways. But um, and then the second year Zeke got suspended or was there, wasn't there, and then he had to like carry the team. And he he did have you know Dez last year and Jason Witten, but once you know Dez was cut and Jason Witten retired, he doesn't really have a lot of targets to throw to at the moment. No, it doesn't or nobody trusts it really. Yeah, I, I couldn't name a receiver for them. Right. Other than as Beasley there still. Beasley is there. They, I think they have Alan Hearns. I think he was a wide receiver from um, Jacksonville. Somehow that was a big free agent pickup, but he was like a number two at Jacksonville, which. But he wasn't like a good number. Like he wasn't. I didn't understand why that was such a big deal to them. Like I, I saw Tavon. Tavon's been playing. Tavon's been playing, I guess, okay, if that's fair. Did you see yeah, the I mean, play I in the Sunday the, night game? Sorry. N- I didn't really get to watch much of that, no. But, yeah, I ended up starting him. I think he got me like four points or so. He had a pass. It was like a like – a, it was either like a deep slant or like a post type thing, and it bounced off his hands, and uh, their running back – their uh, cornerback picked it off. But I, I don't remember him the rest of the game because I just wanted DeAndre Hopkins to score a touchdown, and he almost did. But that last play was pretty sweet. Did you stay up to watch the overtime play? No, I missed that. It was pretty interesting. I think he would. Oh was, no, no, no! I did. He had that. Yeah, that long reception. That yeah. He, like he spun out of a couple. Like twice. And, yeah. I thought yeah, he was gonna yeah, fumble for sure. He was holding the ball. Yeah, he was like holding his, the ball out like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh no. Yeah, I did see that play. Yeah, then they didn't like Dallas decide to punt on fourth and one or something before that. I can't really remember. Like, I wasn't interested in the actual game. I know that sounds awful. I was just interested in the, the fantasy value. Yeah. So I didn't really pay attention. I just wanted the Texans to be back on offense type thing. And then they got on offense and went down and scored, so it wasn't a huge deal. Or scored a field goal, excuse me. Okay, yeah. Rope, um, how do you like our matchup versus Iowa State? The Mountaineers I mean, they should win. Obviously, I don't think Greer's going to throw three red zone interceptions again. And the defense is, despite what David Pollard thinks, I think our defense is pretty good. I don't know if you saw that. I haven't seen it yet. No. David Pollock, the guy that's on college football. No, I know you're talking about yeah stuff. He said we have a bunch of nobodies on our defense. We don't have no good players. Oh, no good players. That's what he said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you can find it on Twitter if you look for it. All right. No good players. Okay. And he said we haven't – our defense has not played anybody, and Texas Tech was the number ranked offense in the country. So, I don't know. But that's a, I mean, maybe that was – we were going to lose too, so. Maybe that was a very weird, <coughs> you know, dig versus Texas Tech saying they just weren't number one offense material, but – I mean, they still are statistically the number one offense. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying, but – Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too worried. I feel like this team's pretty consistent. 
I like our running backs, Letty Brown and uh, McCoy. I think they're very yeah. Letty Brown's amazing. Yeah, he's very good. He's big and fast, which it doesn't really make sense. He seems big. Yeah, about the next two games, Texas. Texas should be a tough game. Mm -hmm. That was a that was a surprising win they last week for them over Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean it should be exciting. I mean we 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 should be we we could win every game. There's no excuse not to. So. No, I agree with you totally. So you're to do it. Okay, the top four teams. I can't. So it's Alabama, then Georgia. I think so. So that's one two. So who's Ohio State, and then maybe Clemson, and then Notre Dame, then us. How is Clemson still in the top five? I understand yeah, they didn't I guess lose. They're undefeated. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't know why they let that quarterback leave. I mean, that guy almost got went out for the season that got hurt. Right. You know that against Syracuse and. I don't know. I think it's going to come back to bite him in the butt. But. I hope so because I don't feel like I, – I hope I hope so. I hope other teams in the ACC can beat Clemson once or twice and then it just screws – you know, like the winner of the ACC championships has like two losses and it's not Clemson or something. Yeah, if it's not Clemson, there's nobody else in the ACC has a chance, I don't think, to get in. Right. I th- okay, so – Hell, I mean, watch Pickett beat Notre Dame this week. You never know. They always uh, – that's that's one thing we don't want. So, I this is how I look at it. I feel like there's going to be two SEC teams. If Alabama does get one loss and don't go to the SEC championship, they're extremely good. They're probably going to put them in. Whoever wins the SEC championship most likely is going in. Most likely, Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten championship, right? Yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah. And then we can't have Notre Dame be undefeated. We can. We cannot. Have Notre yeah, Dame. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm saying maybe you know Pick could go out and beat him this week. You never know. No, no. Okay, my fault. I see what you're saying. I just was saying in the long run. But yeah, and I mean they've gone through the hard part of their schedule. I think already. So <clears throat> I don't know. But we have a conference championship game. Right. An undefeated West Virginia over an undefeated Notre Dame. They would probably get the nod just because they're Notre Dame. Unfortunately, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's just how. Yeah, I. I I agree with you. I, it depends on how well we won the Big 12. Like, if we beat every t- – even if we had a game close game one or t- once or twice, but, like, the Big 12 championship was either um, we had a big game or we had, like, a last-second drive to win or something, I think that could really help us. You know what I mean? Like a memorable moment. Yeah, it's just an undefeated conference champion in a Power 5 conference should count for something. You know? I no, I understand what you're saying. But I think the point that, you know, you made and I made, if Notre Dame goes undefeated, we're kind of going to be the odd man out if we go undefeated. Well, I don't think Clemson's going to go undefeated. Correct. Well, and Pac-12's not very good. So that means... And Ohio State, two SEC teams. Yeah, yeah, right. That leaves us and Notre Dame. Correct. Assuming we went out. I I don't know. If, if Georgia... If, I don't know. If Georgia maybe loses once this season and loses in the title game, if they have two losses, they won't make it. I hope that would that would be another good thing for us because I could see that Georgia does look extremely good, but I can't see Alabama losing two games or at least losing the SEC championship. No, right. I, I I mean they're pretty much a lock. I think Ohio State's pretty much a lock. No, I, I guess the rest you. is kind of up for grabs. No, I guess you. It was good talking to you around the same time next week. All right, sounds All right, good. Take care. Thanks. Bye.
Okay, so now we're gonna call Giles and see what and see what he has to say this week. Hey, Hello? what's up? Hey. So another week, another not an L in your loss column. Should have been. Um, was it? I, for some reason, I don't feel like it. Was it? Who'd you play last week? I played. Your, I believe I played your boss. No, no, I played my boss. You must have played. Uh, Way is. Uh, she's a physical therapist. Okay. But. Uh, I remember seeing that because I remember she is like one in, well, she's one in four now, so she'd been one in three at the time. I was like, oh, it'd be nice if you beat him. But you pulled it out, I think, with Kamara, right? Or no, I remember she didn't have any players after Sunday night, and then you still had like two or something. I was down going into Sunday night, like, oh, I'm trying to think. I did. I was down going by like maybe four mm-hmm. going into Sunday night, then the Texans defense, but Kamara and didn't do nothing. He lost. He, he was losing point. He was losing carries. Yeah, I did when notice. Mark Ingram, I saw Mark pe- Ingram returned. Right. Yeah, I saw people talk about. So I was listening to like this. Fa- I think it was like fantasy sports on like Sirius XM, and they talked about how like Alvin Kamara did not do enough to like decrease the um, takeaways from Mark Ingram when he come back, and I, it sounded so ridiculous because when you look at his numbers, I feel like they're very good, but I guess his rushing numbers weren't, like, crazy good, if that makes sense. Like, his fantasy numbers might have been fine. His, but like, yeah, I, they're, I don't think, like I said, like, Kamara's like that Darren Sproles kind of player. He's not, like, a actual running back. He can do a combination of both. No, I guess they're, yeah. they're looking for that guy Home who run. carries a load. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. But it's not like Mark Ingram ran for, like, big yards. I mean, most of his touchdowns were in the goal line. Right, I mean, I think most of his, uh, well, not all of his carries, but I remember, like, your point you just made, a lot of his carries were, like, within, you know, 15, 20 yards. He went from, like, you know, 20 to 20 or something, the 20 yeah, to exactly. the 20. But yeah, I mean, she honestly could have won, but I think a lot of her guys in the in the 4 o'clock games were injured. Uh, yeah, she talked about it. So I talked to her, like, she was two callers ago, and um, I think she brought that up. Uh, do you feel good with your um, starting of uh, Lindell, Wendell Smallwood this week or on Thursday night? I'm gonna go with him. I think he, I think he'll get the carries tonight. I think he will uh, too. I think that actually is a good play this week because they don't have. They're like, okay, we're just gonna start start him based off he product. He was pro- excuse me. He was productive last week. Yeah, he'll get the carries, week. and then I'm sure they're gonna look. Because Buffalo's looking to trade LaShawn McCoy, maybe Philadelphia may want to bring him back. I feel like LaShawn McCoy is, like, very extremely underrated. Like, he was very good when he was – he was a top five back when he was in Philadelphia. And in theory, he's had top five back games in Buffalo, but they've just been – they're not contending with anyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it didn't really matter. Because I remember last year – I think you – didn't you have Shady McCoy last year? I think I did. Like, he would just get the carry. He'd get the ball, 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 ball. They just kept giving him the ball, and he would just get touchdowns, 20-yard plays, 15-yard play. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the only weapon they have up there. They just don't They just don't have it anymore. Right, yeah. So, I'm surprised. So, I think if the Eagles do trade for him and get him, I think that'll be a big, you know, a big piece for them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm still hoping. So, this is like actual football, not fantasy football. I really hope the Steelers don't trade Bell, but I, I feel like it would just be the last from you know, week eight to week sixteen, and then if we made the playoffs, then he would just be gone, because I don't see them repairing their relationship or him wanting to repair the relationship. 
they won't do it because for whoever does trade for him, they have they would have to come to an agreement on, on a contract. He would have to still he would still have to sign the franchise tag, right? And then they would have to the next team would have to pay him the franchise tag, correct? I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it is, because he I can't he can't sign any deal besides the franchise tag at the moment, which is the big dilemma. And 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 his and his says that he's going to stay with the team that he ever got traded to. Right, correct. That's a, another great point. So a lot of teams don't want to give up all these picks or a good player and a pick because they're just they potentially just renting him for fourteen million dollars. Yeah, and then who knows if that team would even if they did trade him, who says that team's going to make the postseason? Correct, and. His first few years, besides the year he got suspended for, you know, smoking a little weed, um, he's got hurt a lot of years. He's been, you know, not on the field based off injuries. So who's saying that couldn't happen if you traded for him, you gave up a lot for him, and then, you know, he gets hit the first time and he could, you know, be hurt. I mean, he's not – he's very – he's just got injured in the past. I don't think he – like, I think he plays through injury. He's just had legit injuries and not been able to play, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, I like to see what he does, what he does return um, with, you know. I mean, are they going to, like, slowly bring him in, or are they just going to be, like, how the Saints did Monday night? I got you. And have him come in and you're our guy now. I think it's a – so I understand your point exactly, and I think they could be like you're the guy now, but the way he runs – like it's when it, when he first got on the team, I thought it was so frustrating because it was so different compared to other backs. You know, other backs hit the hole, run, they get three yards, so be it. It could take him like almost like ten seconds to get like three yards in theory because he'd just be so patient. And then sometimes that pans off and he can go fifteen plus yards. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But it's just a, it's a different kind of running compared to like Mark Ingram, where you just give him the ball and he goes straight as fast as he can, and sometimes he hits the hole and he gets lucky. Not lucky, but, you know, he's in the right position. And then Bell can maybe – the Steelers do, like, that zone running. Mm-hmm. So it's like whichever direction they're going, if the hole's, you know, in the – let's say if it's to the left, you know, it's either in the one gap or it could be, like, in the five gap. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, here's the hole. I'll just go there type thing yeah. rather than going straight to the one or the three or the five. Oh, uh, definitely. Yep. Understand. Yep. Mm, I guess so. So, like, your team, you're already undefeated, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. If you get Fournette back, that's crazy. Has they Have they said anything like he's going to be back, like, week, whatever, or he mm, might be healthy then? I have not read anything about it, but I think they need him back real bad. I got you. Well, you ne- I don't know if the, the Jacksonville Jaguars are so weird to me because, like, they dominated the Patriots. I didn't watch the game, but the score wasn't very close. And then the Chiefs dominated them. I think they might have came back and got within, like, 14 or something, but it was, like, one of those things where it didn't really matter. And then, but, like, for you fantasy-wise, as a fantasy owner, who's their backup running back they've been using? Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. I'm pretty uh, sure he played. T.J. Yeldon. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent, so maybe when Fournette gets back, they'll use him pretty similar. Yeah, but I, I would I would hope. I hope he does return because that's, he's a tremendous, he was a tremendous asset to them. Right. It, I was surprised. So, like, I didn't watch a lot. I, if there was an LSU game on, I knew how good he was in college, and I was like, okay, I'll watch this. And there were some games he really dominated, and then there was other games like the Alabama game where he was almost like, 
silent type thing. Like it wasn't like he was just another player, if that makes sense. So when he yeah. came into the league, I was like, well, he, I mean, he could be a good running back. He's probably a little slow, blah, 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 blah. He could probably run over a few people. But, I mean, he came in. I mean, I know our defense was probably a bad example versus the run. But, I mean, he ran past all our defenders constantly when we played him the first time and the second time in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, he just ate them up. And the thing was, when he was his last year at LSU, he didn't play a lot of games. Because I, I know he didn't play in the bowl game because he skipped it. Right. That's a weird situation. Like, as a fan, like, if I was a fan at LSU, it's a hard it, – that would be such such a tricky situation because, obviously, you want the players always to play, and it's like if they don't play, they're selfish. But if he got hurt, he could maybe never get back to where he would have been if he was healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he would never get paid. And I don't – it's a weird – that whole dilemma, like, because I know even though Saquon Barkley played in, like, the Fiesta Bowl or whatever – like, he was on a pitch count. Because I remember one time, like, he broke, like, a big play, and he got hit, and they just took him out for, like, ten plays. Well, they didn't really need him because they were dominating whoever they were playing in the Fiesta Bowl, I think it was. Maybe it was something else. I don't know. You remember last year who Penn State played? Penn State uh, played. I don't know. I Washington might have been Washington in the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, yeah, I think it was, actually. I think that's it. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. But I don't, I don't blame him. I know the fans would be upset. But, hey, you're looking at your future. If he got hurt. He had got hurt and really damaged that leg. Who knows where he would have been? No, I guess he was even on the team. Right, 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 right. So the Eagles just got into the red zone off the Eli Manning pick. Which I think they're into the red. Which doesn't surprise me coming from Eli. I think he, I think his numbers. I think his days are done. So like, okay, it's it's I always find it crazy how like he's the only quarterback to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Well, now Carson, well, technically Nick Fault did, which he didn't. He did beat. Tom Brady but like those two years it was like Eli played out of his mind and then the other let's say I don't know if they say he'd been in the league 12 years I think it's way more than that but like the other 10 years he was marginal you know what I mean yeah because like he had those two big postseason runs and the other times he's just been average to okay I mean it'll be interesting to see if they do go quarterback next year in the draft which I think they will I agree with you. I don't. I don't see them unless something. I think it would be a mistake not to. I mean, I don't understand. So, like with the rookie, uh, like uh, salad or like the cap number on rookies, meaning like you know how like I think Sam Bradford was the last big. No, no, no. Um, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Bradford. Yeah, Bradford. Bradford was the last. I think it was actually was Matthew Stafford. One big, or one of them, too. Right, the yeah. Big and it was something ridiculous. He was, like, getting paid way more than, like, all these veterans that played in the league for years. They were much more reliable and stuff. So I get that number. But, like, so it's only, like, you know, $25 million for, like, $5 million a year for, like, a rookie quarterback or something, I think, now, which yeah. is much more reasonable. Oh, but absolutely. I, I feel like people – I can't really – I mean, besides, like, J.J. Watt and Jason Pierre-Paul, but I don't think Jason Pierre-Paul was a top ten pick. I think he – I think he would. But, like, even though, like, people were, like, you know, get all, you know, gaga-eyed over, like, great defensive ends, they don't seem to, like, really pan out. I mean, I know quarterbacks don't pan out either, but it seems like – I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So do you think you'll go undefeated one more week? Uh, it'll be tough this week. I don't have Camaro. I mean, I did pick, I did pick up, uh, I did, like I said, I picked up Wendell Smallwood for this week, so. Right. Uh, we'll see. I mean, he's got a good squad. I, I mean, 
I think I had my bad week. I look when I look if you looked at the scores, had I played anyone else, I think there's a couple of players I might have outscored. If I played anyone else, I definitely would have lost. No, I got you. Yeah, two weeks ago, I Mike scored like 150 points. So I've like lost like three weeks in a row, unfortunately. I think, or maybe it's only been two. But uh, Mike scored like 150 points, and I scored like 120 something, and like I could have beat pretty much anyone else except for like one team. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I hope, you know, I hope that's behind me, and I hope the scoring goes up next week for me. I got you. Um, so what's your two cents on the Packers? Do you think they'll bounce back, or do you think? Oh, wow. Uh, I hope. I, I just don't I don't know anymore with this game. I don't know if the air conditioner was on in the board field that he just <laughs> – that he missed those field goals because he's not that bad. He's not he's, – he's a great kicker. Right. He was the most accurate – he's the most accurate Packers kicker, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, he's – I, I don't know. I just had – had basically they were playing great. Had they not turned the ball over in Detroit territory twice and led the easy touchdowns, and had he not missed those field goals, that would have been a completely different ball game. No, I got you. Was it on TV? Uh, no, they had to. It was on Fox, but they had the Steeler. They had the Steelers Falcons game. No, I got you. And so around same time next week. Yep, same time next week. Sounds good. Bye. All right. Goodbye. Hello. Hey, what's up? Uh, not much. What's wrong with you? Oh, not too much. You got another L last week, correct? Yep, sure did. We're uh, one and four now. One and four. Things, things aren't looking too good. Not looking too good. No. I wasn't gonna say you don't have you're, you don't have any players tonight, correct? Well, it's a little too late if you did. No, I don't think I do. Yeah, that's no big deal. Um, how uh, did? Uh, are you? Do you think you'll ever start uh, luck anytime soon? I was thinking about it. I don't know. We've got the Jets this week. I mean, that might be a uh, good thing there, you know. Actually, I think Russell Wilson versus Oakland is going to be – I don't – I mean, I don't feel like Russell Alex, Wilson has a lot to throw to, but – What about Alex Smith against Carolina? What do you think about that one? Um, I, I don't know. Unfortunately, based off the way Alex Smith played last week, I mean, I know he might have played okay based off he had a rushing touchdown, but yeah. – um. I would just wait it out and see how it goes because I feel like uh, I'd be too nervous to start him because if he crapped the bed again, I'd be like, this was pointless. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I had to take out uh, someone's on a bye for me. Michael Thomas, probably your best player. Yeah, my, yeah that's who it is. Michael Thomas, I'd take him out. And I put in um, – who did I put in? Um, did you put uh, – Sutton guy, I think. Sutton. Denver, yeah. No, I got you. So I had, to, I had to put him in there. Did you play Josh Gordon last week? I don't think no, so. I don't, I don't think I did, no. Yeah. No, I didn't. Did he do good or no? He had a touchdown. So, I mean, I, I think he had like 10-plus points. That's pretty good. Right, yeah. I think your matchup with A.J. Green versus um, us, the Steelers, I think that's going to be pretty good for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That will be a good one there. I don't know. Do you th- what do you think of Steelers? Like, do you think? Uh, I mean, last week looked pretty good. But. I don't know. I, I I feel like, unfortunately, more of the games versus like the Chiefs, and the Browns and the Ravens is a little more of what we actually are. If that makes sense. 
I feel like yeah. we give up too many big plays and we're inconsistent on offense. Now, I have no idea why we made Atlanta's offense look so out of, you know, funk and we dominated most of the first half, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. second half. But I don't know. I just have, I mean, I think it's going to be a big game. I was talking to Chase about it a few calls ago. He said it's going to be a pretty physical game, which I agree with him. So oh, yeah. we just have to I, – I just don't know which team is going to show up, if that makes sense. If yeah. the team versus Atlanta and maybe Tampa Bay in the first half, then yeah. I'm okay. But if we come out and we can barely score, you know, like 15 points – or excuse me, 14 points or something, I'm going to be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. It'll, it'll, well, it'll definitely be a physical game. You know that for sure because, uh, you know, we hate Cincinnati and Cincinnati hates us back. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> You know, it'll, it'll be a fun one for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm looking – I'm hopefully – so, like, Andy Dalton, he's my fantasy quarterback, and I'm still starting in versus the Steelers because I think we'll give up too much, you know, big plays, which I think will be good for my fantasy team and it'll be good for us necessarily. Um, right. But I feel like he's due for a game to kind of, like, play Andy Dalton style. <laughs> and what I mean by that is he's been rather inconsistent at times. I mean, he can yeah. throw the ball very well. He can make all the plays. He just has turned it over consistently pretty often sometimes versus us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I remember it was like – no, I think, unfortunately, Andy Dalton was hurt and we played A.J. McCarron because I was going to say – I remember a few years ago they were up big on us. It was like maybe almost like a 14, 21-point lead, and then they couldn't do anything in the second half. So oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't really remember that. It was at Cincinnati – I remember it for some reason it was like a rainy game. I think it was not the year. It was two years ago, so not the year Shazier got hurt, if that makes sense. And this was just a oh, regular okay. season game. Gotcha. How do you like the Mountaineers this week? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm a little nervous about it, to be honest with you. I know Iowa State's, you know, they don't, they don't have a good record, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I just think they're – they're going to be a little bit tougher, you know, coming off a big win against Oklahoma State, you know, mm-hmm. it's a night game there. I mean, it's just got the setup for, uh, you know, for a disaster for us. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think happens. it's – I understand what you're saying. I think Iowa State is a very good opponent. Yeah. But I don't – I don't know. I still think – let me say this. I still think we're going to win, though. I no, I understand. Be, I think it'll be a close game, you know, it'll – It'll be a tight one, but uh, I think we'll definitely uh, come out of there with a win and be 6-0 and and keep rolling, man. I don't know. This is crazy. I, I love it. Uh, this is a great year, you know. Mm-hmm. Have and you seen – a very special year for us so far. I think so, and I agree. Have you seen that stat that we're the only team that's never led – excuse me, that's never trailed in a game? Right, exactly. The only and, team. That's wild. It is it's crazy. I mean, you know, we're now. I saw David Pollock on ESPN. All Chase was telling me about this. Yeah, yeah. He said something about how we haven't played anybody, and we're gonna, you know, once we play a team, we're gonna lose, and you know, all this stuff. Which you know, whatever, man. I mean, you know. No, I guess I just don't. I don't agree. I feel like there's a lot of talented players on our defense. I feel like our defensive line is very good. I feel like yeah, our secondary is stepping up, and then I feel like our linebackers mm-hmm. is probably – our linebackers should be our, like our weakest spot, but I feel like it's our yeah. secondary. But 
Um, the people yeah, that – so who got injured week one, uh, linebacker-wise? It's going to drive me nuts because I can't think of it now. But um, I think the people that have to come in and replace our other linebackers, I think they've stepped up, you know what I mean? Yeah, so far they have. Right. Uh, they played pretty good. You know, David Long's a beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's doing it for us. Reese Donahue, he's pretty good, too. I mean, he's, he holds his own. He doesn't, like, get in there and make too much noise, but, you know, he does all right. Right. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think the defense is in a good spot right now. You know, we just got to stay healthy and keep working at it. You know, I, I think they're all right. No, I guess so. Um, now, offensive-wise, you know, we're – we're one of the best, man. You know, I mean, it's if it, it, let me say, well, I mean, it's it's still or uh, if Greer is on, we are right. You know, he had those interceptions down there, which in the red zone, which I don't know. I mean, that was just kind of. I think it was well, I don't know. I kind of think it was a fluke, but I don't think it will. You know, I hope it doesn't happen again. But you know, I. I uh, so with he had. Three interceptions, Some, right? And maybe a fumble, or did he just have three interceptions? I think it was just three interceptions. But someone was someone was saying like, now defenses will be able to. I was talking to somebody, and they were like, now defenses will be able to uh, um, see what they can do against us, you know, to stop us. Which I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't really. Agree. I understand why someone <laughs> would maybe say that, but I feel yeah. like that's coming from someone that's maybe wasn't watching as close. Because the yeah. third interception was a complete fluke. Like, everyone thought that was – like, when you watch the replay in slow motion, you could tell it was a pick. But, like, yeah. it, it was supposed to be an incomplete pass, no big deal, and then it got picked yeah. off. But the first two that he threw in the red zone, it was just kind of like, why are you throwing the ball there? It wasn't like the yeah. defense were doing anything like crazy. It wasn't like this defense that he's probably never seen before. He either was too confident or almost borderline lazy. He was like, I'll just yeah. throw it here. I can make this throw. And then he wasn't able to make the throw. I think that's kind of a problem because he relies on our receivers to do a heck of a lot. You mm-hmm. know, which sometimes they come up with a play, but a lot of times, you know, or sometimes they don't, you know. Right. So, I don't know. He expects Sills every time to, every time he throws it to him, to ca- he'll catch it, which, you know, he pretty much does. Right, but, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. So, I, I think we're – I think we're in a good spot. I think Iowa State will give us a little test, and uh, yeah, but ultimately we'll keep moving forward there, six and zero. No, I agree with you. All right, same time next week. All right, man. I'll catch you later. Hey, bye. All right, bye bye. Hey, what's up? Uh, not much, Ben. Not much. So uh, you won last week, correct? Yeah. Easy W. Beat, uh, beat Team Irvin pretty handily. Oh wait, no, I thought you played Alex. My fault. My fault. My fault. Okay, you did play. Uh, you played Mike. I don't know if it's Mike. Yeah, I you played Mike. Mike. Uh, but yeah, I I was able to beat him even though I had a wide receiver not score any points. Uh, of course, his defense didn't score any points, and we had a pretty pretty cold uh, output there from his his receivers. They didn't do anything. So I did got behind uh, Gurley and Mahomes and kind of let them take care of business. Glad they had a good day. I got you. That's been huge. Like that. So, obviously, I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I feel like Alex would, you know, blatantly take Gurley now if he knew the situation. But like for you, that's been a huge, huge pickup at number two overall. Because I feel like oh, yeah. he, he's got you like fifteen, twenty points every game. Correct. Oh, he's 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 great. Right. Yeah. He's the number one 
<laughs> being the number one guy right. on uh, running back. I don't know. I think he's gotten almost 20 hits today, I think. I guess he so. hasn't got 20. It's been darn close. So. Are you giving uh, quick points here? Yeah, sorry. Are you giving Dalvin Cook another shot? Uh, you know, I'm gonna keep him. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the roster spot for him here for a little while. But no, I'm, I got I'm you. not done. I'm not <laughs> done. <laughs> I just can't figure it out. Luckily, I got uh, James White. So no, I got you. He's, he's kind of filling in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. Uh, Quincy Unioar, whatever, whatever his name is. No, I understand. No, no, no output last week at all. I'm gonna have to figure out what I want to do. Did he have any? Well, no, he couldn't have, because he had, he got you zero points, correct? He got zero points. Yeah. Jeez. I'm thinking about moving Galladay to my uh, second wide receiver spot, and then I need to get T.J. Yeldon involved somehow. So I might make him my flex guy. No, I got you. You know, I got Demarius Thomas on the bench, too, and he's kind of hit or miss. I think TJ's, or not, yeah, yeah, TJ Yeldon, I think he's a little bit more reliable at this point. I mean, I think he's top 15, well, definitely top 15. He may be pretty close to top 10 running back at this point. No, I guess so. you got a bunch of good options because, like, Keenan Allen, he's an easy number one. I know he's been inconsistent, but he's not, and from what I've, I've paid attention to the, in the past with your – with Demarius Thomas this season, he's Demarius Thomas has done nothing except for last week. Um, and then yeah. it's like, who do you start at running back? Because you have James White and you put him at flex. But then it seems wild to leave, you know, Keenan Allen off. But I mean, who's your? Oh, you said then you put Galladay as your number two, and then Tyreek Hill and Galladay would be your yeah. receivers, and then you would put no. Yeah. Well, this week that's that Galladay. I can't. I mean, Correct. No, I understand the situation, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, generally you're right. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do this week. I, I've got that cook in there right now, Dalvin Cook, but I or Dalvin Cook, but I'm not gonna leave him there. I need to. No, I guess I, you. I just don't know what to do, man. Well, I'm I mean, I, the defense. I'm getting tired of the Browns. I mean, they only left nine points last week, correct? Yeah. Because it was nine to twelve. They were serviced as well. I got eight points out of them, but yeah, they gave up uh, nine points. No, I guess you. Now the week before they gave up thirty-nine, so. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, didn't they get you, like, negative something? Yeah, they lost, like, three or four points. Which is, yeah. I mean, there's a few more. The team you're playing, she dropped the Eagles defense. I'm not really sure why, but she did. Um, And there's a few other good, there's a few other maybe defenses, and maybe they'll, well, with the Eagles, and I don't know who is on our waiver wire at the moment, to be dead honest with you, but I understand why the Browns would be kind of frustrating to rely on. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to pull the trigger on the Dolphins. In fact, that may be that while we're talking here. They play in Chicago this week. There you go. At home, so I think I'm probably going to go with the Dolphins, and they've been a top-five defense fantasy. Mm-hmm. Really, I'm sitting pretty good. I haven't looked at the standings to see how I'm doing as far as points. but So your second, your, so Travis is first in your division and you're second. And then my division, uh, my division, my boss is second and Giles is first. Yeah, um, that's a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. I mean, your team's not bad. I don't know how you lost. So who did you – did I beat you? I didn't beat you, did I? I don't remember who. I had a couple bad matchups in a row. I think – let's see. Maybe you lost to Giles week one? I don't remember. Let me go back and look here. I, I don't know how I lost. I lost to Shreve, that your boss. Okay, okay. In week one by six, which was a close game. And then right, I beat yeah. DJ. 
and then Travis beat him. Well, okay, so my boss's team is not too bad. I wanted to kick his ass to be dead honest with you, but um, right. uh, Travis's team. But I mean, I know Travis's team somehow lost the game, but Travis's team is like the last three games has scored over a hundred points every week. So I mean, yeah, he's the points leader. Right. Yeah. Now it looks like I'm in fourth in the points. Looks like Giles is basically between Giles, your boss, and me. There's you know seven points that separate us in terms of what we've scored. I guess you. And then then you have you got almost 500 points. I guess you. Um, real you quick, might, did you see? Might be pretty close. Yeah. Go ahead. I apologize. Did you see the stat? I think ESPN showed it or something. I don't watch anything else besides ESPN. But that um, Bill Belichick is like. 25 and 0 against quarterbacks like under the age of 25. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, jeez. I'm pretty interested to see what uh, what's going to happen there. I'd like to see uh, who was on that list, like how many of those players actually panned out. I don't know. That would be interesting. Because I can't remember. Was it just a regular season matchup, or was it counting playoffs? I I think it was just regular season. Pretty sure it's just regular. I don't know that for sure though. But uh, somebody, I was listening to radio today. I like to listen to Mark Madden. Okay. I think there was somebody on there who uh, who was saying that. So, I mean, it is pretty remarkable. I mean, he just – and I don't know how much of that's Brady and how much of that's Belichick's scheme. I mean, I think Belichick, you know, the strategy isn't necessarily to, you know, disrupt just the quarterback. I mean, they no, I understand, yeah. go after the wide receiver. I mean, they just tell the linebacker, oh, hey, you find Travis Kelsey and you, you hold him every play. Right. You know? Now the ref's not going to call the play. Mm-hmm. He'll call. He'll call it five, you know, four or five times a game. But you know, who cares? You're you're not giving up a big play. Correct. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the Belichick philosophy there. That and cheating by spying on practices. But <laughs> you know, aside from the, the spying, I think the thing is just you know, let's make manageable. Let's turn big plays into manageable things that we can, you know, kind of absorb and. No, that makes sense. Like the dink and dunk type thing. Yeah, you know, I'd rather not have a big splash play and just let you get 10 yards on a holding penalty and then maybe you'll get your guy off throwing reception and get pissed off or, you know, maybe I'll, you know. No, I got you. Maybe I'll just take your, you know, signals and know what play's coming. (laughs) Uh, Which Steeler team do you think is going to show up on Sunday versus the Bengals? Well, that's a good question, Ben. I really don't know. Anytime that they play the Bengals, it's like a freaking... Riot in the jail. So. I know, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the Pac-Man's not involved this year, so. Uh, Burfecht came like back, back, excuse me, Burfecht was, he was on a four-game suspension. I thought he was a free agent, but maybe he wasn't, and he's he played for them last week, but they went down um, like 17-0, to 17-0 to the uh, Dolphins, but then they rallied back to 27-17 to to beat them. So I'm not really sure which defense is going to show up for versus us. But I don't know which offense is going to show up for us either. I don't either. I mean, the last – how many games have they won in a row? It's like six, six or seven. I'm not sure it's to be dead honest with you. It's been a long time since they beat them. Right. Uh, you know, now I think that they can run the ball. I think Connor can run it on him. You know, I don't – know about Ben throwing it. I mean, he did okay last game. He's had some bad games. Mm-hmm. I think that that's just what we're going to see from Ben here going forward with mm-hmm. the age on him. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll tell you with the Steelers, what I'm really concerned about is Antonio Brown and his odd behavior. 
Yeah. I mean, don't say I'm. I'm. It's over with. He's gone. I've moved on to less. I mean, it's not. He's not coming back. Right. Even if even if he does come back, he's not signing not next year. Him. Right. Yeah. No. No. They're all. Everyone's t- talking now like they're going to trade him to Philadelphia, which I'd be surprised if that happened. But, right. You know, because it makes more sense for them to go get like Lashawn McCoy back. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, Much cheaper. Yeah. Right. Anyhow, uh, you know, AB's just straight. I mean, this lawsuit thing going on where he's throwing, you know, out of his you know, 14th or 15th floor window. And, you know, it's just he's acting like a totally different guy. He doesn't want to talk to the media. He's a dick to him. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, it's so it's weird. Maybe it was something we should have saw coming because I think, like, so you remember, I think this was like two playoffs ago. So it was the year we made it to the AFC Championship and the Patriots, like, blew us out. The game before, he was on Facebook Live during, like, a post-game, you know, like, locker yeah, talk, yeah, which was very weird. Yeah, and, that was stupid. And then there was something he did, like, the the next year or something. Um, well, you know, he's just made very strange decisions all the way through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Really starting since that Facebook Live thing. That was the first time I kind of thought. And that was after he got paid. Oh, I realized. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I remember what I was thinking. Do you remember the year... It, I think this was a regular season game, and I think it was unfortunately the Shazier hit game versus Cincinnati. And Juju yeah. had that interview, and they're like, hey, you know, was that a dirty play, whatever? And then AB yeah, was just screaming karma in the background. Yeah, he hit perfect. Juju yeah. blocked perfect. Yeah. I don't know if he gave a concussion or what he did. I think perfect came back, but I mean, he still could have had a concussion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't know what's going on with AB, and I think it's a distraction, you know. So, but I'll, t- I'll throw this other one here at you, Ben. Let me, let me okay. throw this at you. So, you know, the NFL, they, there's this, everyone's saying, oh, I don't want to watch the games because of the kneeling thing. Mm-hmm. Would you believe that twice as many people watched Monday Night Football as a Major League Baseball playoff game? Oh, I believe that easily. A regular season Monday night football game mm-hmm. and a playoff game in the in the major in Major League Baseball. Wait, baseball. I mean that. Wait, the Major League Baseball playoffs. playoffs are going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, you don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. The way I said that was goofy. I'll give you that, but no, 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 you know, no. I was saying that because based off the ratings, right? Because no I understand. You know? Right. I mean, I mean, it's just fallen so far. You know, it's just. You know, you know. I like baseball, okay, the Pirates are good, but it's just too much of a time commitment for me to sit down and watch a game for six hours. I mean, Jesus. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of an exaggeration. It's more like three and a half or four, but still. I think baseball doesn't have, like, so, like, hockey has some hits and then scoring, obviously. Football, there's hits and scoring. And then even basketball, there's, like, dunks, and then, like, the score can go crazy high and stuff like that or blocks. But baseball only has like home runs, and if you don't have any of those, people aren't really interested in a, like a, yeah, you know, a line drive to center field or something. There's cost in most of the other, you know, main. I don't know what you want to call them. Power four, major four sports leagues in North America. Right. There's always, in three of them, there's always action. Correct. You know, like things are happening. The ball's moving this way. The puck's going that way. Mm-hmm. Baseball is really just kind of a one-on-one, one guy, 
you know, your, your pitcher is throwing against your batter. Mm-hmm. He may or may not hit it. Right. You know, he's always he's got to stop and get out and mess with his gloves, and then he's going to step back in, and then he's going to get out and spit, you know, and then he's going to think about hitting it. And then, you know, I don't know if the analytics stuff has helped baseball or hurt it. I, you know, I would say it's made it easier to be a GM or maybe a little better to be a GM in, in baseball. But, you know, what people figure out, oh, well, this guy only hits it to the right, so we're going to shift to the right, and he'll never get a hit. So, I mean, it's just... I feel like that might help to get that might help that certain team, but to get like casual viewers, they don't want to see that. They don't want to turn yeah. and see a guy pop out the left field or right field, and then you know he's out. And it was pointless. You know what I mean? We, well, it's like oh, we know that four times out of six, when this guy hits the ball, it's the grounder to the right side. <laughs> Let's just shift. We'll just shift right. It's over. So you know, I mean. It is what it is. If you are in, if you're really into baseball, then that's probably really exciting for you to see where they shift. But for the casual viewer, which is me, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really care. Right. Yeah. You're right. I want to see home runs. If I don't see him, uh, I guess I'll watch the NBA. So that's different. Yeah, it's like oh, but no, I think that's a very good point. I mean, I, the kneeling situation, I think is, I think when people hear the kneeling situation, they just that's all they hear, if that makes sense. People don't really go. Well, and... it's just, it's so polarized. Then. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, you're either on one side or the other. But, you know, it seems to me that, you know, if twice as many people watched a football game versus a playoff baseball game. Right. You know, apparently no one cares. You may forget. It. You know, really, the only thing that happened out of that was Colin, Colin Kaepernick got paid with the Nike deal. Right, yeah. I mean, nothing's changed. I don't know. It is what it is. No, I got you. Real quick, uh, what's your take on uh, this Saturday's game versus Iowa State? Well, Not take, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I don't know what to quite expect. I would think that they should should win the game. I haven't looked at the spread. Do you know what it is? I don't know, unfortunately. I don't usually look at that yeah. stuff. Sometimes it depends on the – I don't. If I got more into gambling, which I might in the past few months, when you know it's legalized in every state a little better, um, yeah, or it's, it's kind of fun to check out. Right. Yeah. But like, go ahead. Sorry. But sometimes, like, I just watch games, and like, if I watch, like, if I watch certain players or watch. So number eighteen for Iowa State is going to be a big problem for us. He is going to dumb. He's a wide receiver. He's huge. He's like. Well, he's not. This sounds stupid after saying he's huge. He's like a small Calvin Johnson in terms of body frame. He might be the same height. He may be able to do a few. He's kind of, oh, I'm just going with that. He's like a small Calvin Johnson. He could be a problem he's, for us. He's got an 18-inch hand. He's 6'6", <laughs> 225 pounds, in case you were wondering. He's, he's going to be. Butler is the name. Yes. Yeah, be a team. I, yeah, uh, I I'm, I'm nervous about it. No, I guess you. I, I don't know what to think. I, uh, spread six and a half, by the way. We're favored. Uh, yeah, it just depends on which, which Mountaineer team. Well, not really which Mountaineer team shows up because we dominated. Correct, uh, we yeah. Have tra- we, have, we have trailed in the game, so that's mm-hmm. kind of dumb to say. You know, depends, <laughs> depends on how Iowa State team, how they want to come out and play. Uh, you know, it, really, we should handle them pretty well. I mean, there's no other way really to put it. 
I mean, Iowa State will hang in. They they hung in there against Oklahoma. Right. I think that they they've always played hard. Like, they've never necessarily – like, a, maybe the first year we were in the Big 12 or something, like, Iowa State wasn't – it was like – it wasn't a big deal. But the past, let's say, four years, maybe three, they've always played us very tough. I mean, we've won in the end, but they've always played us very tough. And they play other teams. They're improving throughout the years, the past few years, excuse me. So, I well, mean, they've I, gotten better. Yeah, yeah, they've gotten better and better. I agree. Uh, so, you know, it no. just is what it is. And this Nolan guy they have, I don't know anything about him. They had that Kemp was his name, I think, the other guy. And oh, yeah, Mike was telling me about this freshman hurt. they have now. Hurt. Yeah, Zeb. guy's name's like Zeb Nolan or Reb. I don't remember. I can't remember his name. But it's, it's Nolan. It's his last name. And then, yeah, he's playing pretty well. That Kemp was going to be their guy, and then he got hurt. So, mm. yeah, Matt Campbell's a good coach, and they their record's not very good this year. It's two and three, but they they've been in most of their games and they've battled. Uh, so, I think it's going to be tough, especially since it's out there. Now, you know, if you can't beat Iowa State, you don't have any chance at all winning the Big Twelve. So, no, I got you. Th- we got to. Uh, I just don't know. Think, man. I just don't know if we're going to be a serious contender or if it's all going to fall away here. So. I think so. This is going to sound so. It depends. So, what do you mean by serious contenders? To me, serious contender. I think we're both talking about we should be very, very close to eligible. Not el- we should be in the conversation for the Final Four for the the college football playoffs. Is that what you could call, call a contender? Well, you know, I as far as the the whole playoff goes, I think we're. I don't think that's going to happen unless we are undefeated. Correct. You know? uh, and I think you could win the Big 12 and not be undefeated. Right. So, you know, I'm kind of just holding off on the playoff talk. I think that's kind of far-fetched at this point. I don't think it's going to happen. I just want to win the Big 12. I think that would be a great accomplishment for this team and the, yeah, the, the program. No, I totally agree. I think that would and, be big recruiting-wise for us. Yeah, I mean, they could do it. They just have to finish in the top two to have a shot. So, yeah, I mean, Texas and Oklahoma, you control your own destiny at this, at this point. Yeah, Texas also controls their own destiny. So, well, we just got to wait and see what happens, man. I don't know. I I would like to see them at least finish third if they don't. Yeah, I think top two. But. I think top two, uh, if, if we're not – I think third would be almost a little bit of a disappointment. Because I it feel like be. I feel like we're we're different this year in terms of a West Virginia team. Like we're beating the teams that we should. We're you know is, continuing to hold the, the lead. Right. Yeah. yeah man. If it's gonna happen, it's gonna have to happen here. This is your best window for the foreseeable future. I mean, I don't know who we got after Will. I mean, but it ain't Will Greer. <laughs> no, I got you. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh, good talking to you, um, and around the same time next week. All right, good. We'll see you. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye. What's up? Oh, not too much. How are you? Not bad. Just glad the week's about over. <laughs> no, I feel you. <laughs> this week we play each other. I'm not looking forward to the matchup with uh, Matt Ryan <laughs> versus Tampa Bay. Yeah. Do you have uh, any other Falcons? No, I don't think so. Nah, I'm that, putting Breeze on the bench because he's on a bye, obviously. Right, so. yeah, I got you. But he had a he had a nice week week. Uh, he had a nice game Monday night. Got mm-hmm. me ahead of Alex, so 
I picked up a win. Right. Uh, probably kept me from uh, kept me in playoff contention, I guess, for now. No, I got you. <laughs> um, you're in the other division, right? You're not in mine. Uh, correct. I got you. Yeah. I, even so, I think I've lost. Uh, sorry, I think I've lost two in a row. Um, but I'm not sure. But I, in theory, I'm still in it. I just feel like I need to start picking up some more wins, and other people need to lose. But we'll just see how it goes. Did you try to pick up anyone this week? Uh, I don't think I picked anybody up this week. Last week I got uh, D.D. Westbrook for Jacksonville and um, Robert Woods. Oh, I think court. I don't know why Alex dropped him. I think he's a very um, – I don't know if he's inconsistent, but he was like a breakout player last year, and then he's been very consistent this year, I think. Did he do yeah, okay had, last uh, week? Uh, Cup had an injury, and the other receiver for them got hurt. So oh, I guess, yeah. he, he was pretty much all they had out of their starting receiving core. Oh, I guess, so yeah. I think he had a pretty solid week, too, this past week. Uh, do you think you would think about starting Jamal Williams or Kenyon Drake? Um, I'm well, trying to think who I have in there for this week. It's you have Mike Zeke. Davis. So Zeke's obviously that. Well, I mean, I guess it is Jacksonville, but that's you're not not starting Zeke. You have Mike right. Davis versus Oakland, which I have uh, the other running back for Seattle. So I hope. Yeah, you got Carson. Right. He's probably going to get the majority of the snaps. I don't know. I just I thought Will I thought Williams would be a good potential pick. Uh. He played. I think it's like first two weeks he did well for you, didn't he? Yeah, they just I don't know. They're like Green Bay's kind of in a bad place with their offense right now. I don't think they know what they're doing, and which I don't have a problem with at all. <laughs> he's not right. He's not put up a big big week really since uh, uh, I've got him. But, oh, uh, I think you picked I'm up. Thir- sorry, yeah. sorry. You picked yeah. up Graham Gano because he was. A free agent yeah, still. I had, I had uh, somebody on a buy this week, Prater. Yeah, okay. I dropped him. Um, yeah, he had that big field goal last weekend. Correct, yeah. Yards, I think he had like 19 is, points. Which is pretty much insane unless you're in Denver. Correct, yeah. That, it's I guess pretty wild. I picked up uh, – so I don't have – I uh, traded my uh, tight end, a quarterback, and a wide receiver to Alex – and so I didn't have a backup tight end. So I picked up Greg Olson this week because he's projected to start or play at least. But I don't, yeah. I'm never going to start him over Kelsey necessarily. But um, Yeah, I have him in my uh, money league. And I, had, I actually drafted George Kittle. And I, I traded Kittle uh, to get Carlos Hyde and um, Crabtree just mm-hmm. because I needed a, a second running back. But he's... I didn't realize he played with that uh, beef with Bethard that's starting for them in college. So they've got like a connection there from oh. Iowa. No, I got you, yeah. So um, I got Olsen uh, this week in my money league. I'm just hoping he stays healthy. Right, yeah. Based so, on – so like – so to the point, like I'm never going to start him over Kelsey most likely unless that we, we play them and, you know, because right. we give up a lot of points to tight ends. Yeah. But um, – He's so, like, nice I'm just play. He's a nice play, though, because, you know, Carolina really doesn't have any receivers besides, I guess, Funches, if you want to consider him a, uh, an option. Right, yeah. The, the DJ Moore, has he panned out for them at all? Didn't you draft him? 
yeah, I drafted him. He's not done anything really a note that I can that I can remember. No, I got you. So, which Steeler team is going to show up for Cincinnati on Sunday? Uh, well, I'll just I'll I'll kind of <laughs> I'll kind of just wind it up into both of them together and say, you know, this is this is really Judgment Week weekend for both teams. For, yeah, for both of these teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers, I was expecting them to win last weekend, which I was kind of surprised how dominant they were defensively. Uh, they were good. Uh, you know, I, I still think Arizona, or Atlanta, I'm sorry, has a, has a pretty stout offense. Right. I don't, and, I don't yeah. understand how Julio Jones, I apologize for interrupting you, I'm pretty bad yeah, at times, but I don't understand how Julio Jones hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Like, it doesn't make yeah, any something, sense. Something's not right there. Right, yeah. Um, but that was an expected win, but the way they won was more impressive, I think, than anything else. Right. And now you've got a chance to go into Cincinnati. I think everybody, well, I take that back, Cleveland beat Baltimore last week. Right, which then, is big for us. Uh, I think Cincinnati won. Mm-hmm. They they were um, down seventeen nothing to the Dolphins, and then the final score was twenty seven seventeen Bengals. Right. Yeah, I mean this is you you've got a chance here now going into the bye week next weekend to to kind of grab control of what you've lost in the first couple weeks and beat Cincy, who I'm assuming is the division leader. I don't have the standings in front of me but they should be they're five and one uh, they've to, only to go out there and win and get up get a game up above 500 and go go into the bye week and rest up i mean it's huge i think it's going to be a a, a a turning point game mm-hmm. for the rest of the season and you know as far as wvu goes i this was a game i picked them to lose early before the season started I had them losing three games, uh, NC State, which we, we didn't play, Iowa State, and then at Texas. Um, if they win Saturday, I'll be uh, I'll be kind of surprised, and I think they're on their way to being a uh, I guess whatever you want to call it a, a you know a top five, top ten team. I think I think Saturday's the difference between us playing on New Year's. And us playing in the, uh, you know, Toys R Us Bowl on December 9th. <laughs> so, no, I understand. Um, uh, big weekend for both both uh, programs there. Mm-hmm. I th- so, with the Steelers, I think, and maybe you think the same thing, I feel like the game versus Cleveland and the game versus Chiefs and the game versus Baltimore is maybe more what – we shouldn't be that, but I feel like that's more of what we actually are, if that makes sense. Right. And then, um, but for the Mountaineers, um, oh, excuse me, with the Mountaineers, I feel pretty confident about us this year. I, I do feel that, you know, Iowa State will play us pretty tough because they have played us pretty tough in the past few years. Somehow mm-hmm. I think they've – people have tried to market it as a rival. I don't think they're an actual rival. Yes, I do think yeah. they play us tough. Are they close games usually? But I don't think the teams hate each other. You know what I mean? Like, right. no, there's no blood, bad blood. Yeah, I think they're trying to uh, make something up that really isn't there. Uh, there are they're the closest team to us geographically, and I mean I don't see it. Right. But, yeah. Um, 
they've got a history of knocking off uh, the top half of the Big 12. You know, uh, they beat Oklahoma last year. Mm-hmm. Of course, Oklahoma still got in the playoff, but that's because they're Oklahoma. And then um, I want to say back maybe the year Bama and LSU played for it all, they beat Oklahoma State. And they were they were they were Oklahoma State's only loss, and you know Oklahoma State was kind of that team on the fringe of. I don't know I don't know if that we had the playoff going on then or not, but it kept Oklahoma out of, of the national title, Oklahoma State out of the national title, uh, you know talk. So do you remember who who was on the team? Because like it, it would, if it was uh, Brandon Whedon and Des Bryant's team. And that would have been well before that, but I don't know if that's as far back as you're talking about. I know Randall was one of the uh, running backs that was on Dallas, and I guess now he's in jail or in trouble with the law. Julius okay. Randall, maybe. Okay, I kind of remember, but I don't remember him in college. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he that he was on he was on that team, and then I want to think I want to say maybe you you're right with the quarterback being Whedon. So was was Dana still there then? No, he'd have been with us. He's he with started us. with us in 2011, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so that would have been after that. But, <clears throat> yeah, they've got a history of, of beating the top team in the Big 12 or pulling an upset. And if you look back at their losses, I mean, they're 2-3. and three. Every game they played was – every game they lost was fairly close. Right. They played uh, Oklahoma tight, uh, TCU tight. So I mean I'm I'm probably more concerned this weekend than I have been. Uh, of course the schedule's not been all that difficult. Right. Um, um, so with this team, I think I'm sure you've read the stat or seen the stat that like we are the only team in the country that's led, you know, every game so far and never trailed right. or never trailed I should say. Um, but I th- I don't think that says everything obviously, but I feel like it says a lot if that makes sense. Yeah, so I feel I, like we're pretty consistent, which is different from right, W right. teams in the past. I think it's I think it's kind of I don't know that I don't know how we're going to respond when we're down. You know that kind of that kind of bothers me that we haven't really faced that kind of adversity yet this year. Where are we gonna? How are we gonna respond if we get down by ten or fourteen or whatever? Um, hopefully we won't have that problem, but you know it's always a possibility. How are you gonna How are you gonna respond to that? Right, and so, so and so this is gonna sound like a pointless statement, but if that did happen Saturday and we did come back and win, I think that's like a huge confidence builder. You know, like oh we've been in this situation before versus so and so or something. You know right. what I mean? We right. can do it again. We did it then. We can do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this game this weekend, like I say, for both. I mean, WVU and the Steelers, it's going to say a lot about where everybody's at uh, uh-huh. at the end of the year when it matters. So uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess you could say, but I wouldn't be surprised if we got beat. I hope not. I I I I, I see it's it's both games. It's very possible. I the honestly Kansas game. The Kansas game was disheartening. You know. The, the interceptions on the goal line and mm-hmm. it seemed like in the second half he was so afraid to throw another pick that everything ended up being a coverage sack and they got us you know it seemed like eight or ten times they right. sacked him because he wouldn't get rid of the ball 
I think with the, the first two interceptions, like, I think they he just – he was either too – I was telling Alex this, he was either too confident, too confident or, like, borderline lazy. He's like, well, I can make this throw. It's no big deal. But, like, the first one – he threw right to the the defender. The second one, I un- unfortunately cannot remember. And then the third one was complete fluke. Like, it should yeah. have been an incomplete pass, and it wasn't. And not, I mean, it was an interception. Yeah, that, that one of them was like a punt almost. Right, right, right. But yeah. the, the one that the third one that was like bounced off someone's knee or something weird, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. It's, it was an interception, but it, in, it should have been an incomplete pass in terms of it right. should have just hit the ground been over, but it didn't. Yeah. So, same time next week? Yeah, sounds good, buddy. Sounds Thanks. good. See you then. Have a good one. You bye too, bye. bye. Hey, bud. Hey, what's up? So, uh, last week, obviously, we played, and then you, your team dominated the score for a majority of the day. My team technically did come back, but, I mean, it was just a complete show Monday night for my running back, but... <laughs> um, this week you play my buddy Travis, and um, I mean he's already got Saquon with fourteen point seven points. I mean he's been scoring like over a hundred points in the past three weeks. He's doing pretty well. Right now the projections like you're only down projected five five less than he is. But um, what do you like about your team this week? Well, I mean I've got several people right now that are scoring above what they get calculated to score. Normally, uh, AB goes over, Connor goes over. I think they'll probably put up big numbers against uh, Cincinnati, at, at least AB for sure, because Cincinnati's defense, secondary is a little iffy. This doesn't sound goofy. Um, I think you have AB in your other league. You have Connor in our league. I keep doing that. I no, no, it's not a big deal. Do you think I Julio Jones is finally going to score versus I Tampa? I don't know, man. He should. Their, their secondary sucks. Are you going to um, start Mike Evans this week? Instead of uh, Corey Davis? See, I'm kind of on the fence there. Davis, like, had that one bust-out week. Mm-hmm. He was kind of average this past week, so I think I need to go back to Evans. No, I got you. And then, uh, so Connor's obviously, you're not going to start any other running backs. You're worried. No, Connor's the man. Right, yeah. I should, uh, that was so awful, it was like two weeks ago. Or not two weeks ago, at the beginning of the season. I should have had him. Oh, uh, so, uh, which uh, yeah, Steeler? Yeah, that was literally like we were. Which was in like two minutes of each other. It was such a bullshit. Um, which Steeler team is going to show up on Sunday? Oh, God. I hope the one that played the Falcons. I really do. I think it will, but they're so up and down this season. And it's, it's anybody's guess. So, the, the thing that bothers me, um, so the, like the Browns game, the Chiefs game, and then the Ravens game, the three games that we've lost, or the one we tied and the two we lost, I feel, unfortunately, like a lot of those games showed more of what we're going to be this year than the, you know, win versus Tampa or the win versus the Falcons. The thing is, the Falcons game showed what we can be. Correct, yeah. As play together, it showed the talent, it showed the, the play calling, creativity of the coordinators, including the special teams coordinator. Mm-hmm. And it showed the talent, like, to potentially achieve a goal on a weekly basis, but they, they're just that team that they can't, once things start going bad, they fall apart. Like, they just got to stay focused and stay on track. They're not a team that it seems to be able to <clears throat> mess up halfway through a game and then recoup. If, if they stay on track, 
they're good to go. But the second something starts to fall off the rails, they just seem to fall apart this year. It's just really weird. So last year we were like these, you know, like the comeback kids all the time. And that was fun in terms of like the season, the end of the season, it was pointless. I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguar game pretty much showed the playoff game pretty much showed us what we should have been all season, but we got lucky because our offense would put up, you know, 30 points in the end or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But like, I just, I just want us to be more consistent and I hope we can do something like that versus Cincinnati, but it's just a wait and see, I guess, unfortunately. I just think right now we're not a very consistent team and the talent's there, but it's just, it needs to come together. And again, like I said, the Falcons game was a prime example of when things come together, what we're capable of. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't, you know, I feel the same way you do. I don't, I'm not sure they're going to do that on a consistent basis throughout the season. No, I got you. We talked about this the last time we were on, you know, like the, you know, the bell situation. Do you think it's ever, well, obviously depending on what we would get, are you ever, are you, have you completely went on the side where you're like, well, let's just trade him, get what we can? Or are you, st- to me, I'm still, I still, I am blinded by faith <laughs> that he's just going to somehow, you know, like come back, everything's going to be okay, and somehow maybe he could be on the team next year. But um, it, I, I don't think he's going to be on the team next year, but I think there's still potential for him to be valuable this season, mm-hmm. especially if they go on a run, having two running backs of that quality. Right. Going into the playoffs could be just a very dangerous team. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they can coexist in the backfield. It's very, you know, could he could come up, he could come back and completely screw up what chemistry they have built. My thing is if they can get a second or a third rounder for him and maybe a decent defensive player from a team like Philadelphia that's really needing a running back right now, mm-hmm. I would go for it in a heartbeat, but that is a lot to ask for. Right. I, w- I wouldn't do it for just a third-round draft pick. I don't think that's enough. No. I, I remember that was like when it first started, the Steelers like were thinking about trading him or, or would listen to offers. It was like everyone was saying a third-round pick, and like, I, that's why they said no. They don't think it's enough either. Right, right. And it's like, well, this is like, no, why would you? And then I think the last report that came out, not recently, this was like two weeks ago, that the Steelers wanted like a second round pick and a good player. And I mean, I guess that it obviously always depends on the player and how they pan out and stuff. But we've talked about this through text once in a while. But I feel like Bell, he, he's a tad slow. That's the only really big issue besides injuries and character issues maybe. But, like, he can do everything better than almost everyone at the running back position, oh, yeah. and he's, he's a, better than half the wide receivers, half, you know. He's a transcendent player, and mm-hmm. the problem is he knows that. That's the biggest problem. Right, for us he, at least, he yeah. He knows how good he is. Mm-hmm. So he's demanding the money that is equivalent to his talents. And that's hard, you know, when a guy and a team can't come together. It happens. It's not the first time throughout the history of the league this has happened. It happens – Right. And every five to ten years, you get a big-time player like this that holds out. There's been big-time players that have held out for almost entire seasons before, so it's not the first time. It just sucks that it's us right now. Right, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I have a prediction for you. So, to your point, you know, Bell comes back, we, we get together, we make the playoffs. Somehow, I think – do you think we could beat the Patriots in, like, week 13, week 15, whenever it is, week 12, something like that? Absolutely, we can I th- we can bend. We can beat anybody. We have to, right. have to beat anybody. Mm-hmm. But the problem is the Patriots are so well coached and schemed mm-hmm. that it's not that we get beat by the talent of the players. We get out schemed 
and now coached by the Patriots. Correct. I get because I remember so the last year's game, the you know the Jesse James catch. It was the the final. Well, the drive the Patriots had the ball and needed to score. They just put Gronk in a bunch of these like they flexed him out or just put him in yeah. these one on one situations, and to. And Sean Davis just couldn't play him one-on-one. I mean, that's, that's totally understandable. No one could pretty much play him one-on-one. But why didn't we just double him once in a while? They didn't have any really under – they didn't have anyone at the time that could probably beat us besides him maybe. Maybe Edelman was in the game. No, he was hurt. No, he was hurt. Yeah, they, I guess – uh, No, that was their best option. We just uh, – again, that goes back to allowing yourself to be out-coached and out-schemed. There were other ways to cover him. I, I don't know if we were being stubborn or what, but it wasn't – what we were doing was not working, and they just made us look bad. And then have you noticed this? I know I'll, I'll read stuff on Twitter from, like, Pittsburgh reporters once in a while, and they'll get on it. Have you noticed, like, okay, not counting that Patriots game because they technically did have a huge catch at the end of the game. Have you noticed yeah. in, like, big games Juju doesn't really play well or he's quiet? Um. I, you know, like Vince, very good opponents, because like he didn't do anything versus Baltimore, correct? You know, I'd have to go back and look. I thought he had a good game versus Baltimore, but I don't know if it was an explosive game. No, I guess comparison compared to this year, you know, at least nobody had a, nobody had a good game in the second half of that game. So that's kind of you know you can blame everybody. He wasn't the only one to play bad. In mm-hmm. the half. Everybody did, and I don't know. I mean. I think he's had a solid season so far, but his particular games, I'm not pinpointing whether I think he's had a decent game every game, but that's I don't know the exact statistics of each game to be honest. I was just trying to think because like I was thinking about the Jacksonville Jaguar playoff game and that technically was his rookie season, so you can maybe get a pass for that. So it's not I'm just trying to think of things Honestly, to talk about. I'm overall, not I think overall he has been phenomenal for as young as he is. You gotta remember he's still only twenty one. He had almost a thousand yards in his rookie season, which is unheard of for a rookie receiver. Right. Yeah. And he's playing with and the arguably the best receiver in the league. He had that production. So mm-hmm. I think he's a great player, and I think he's only going to continue to get better. You're going to have bad games now and then. Right. I don't think he's had a bad game yet, in my opinion. He's been our most productive offensive weapon so far this season. Yeah. Water. But I mean, really, he probably has been the most consistent. Connor may have had bigger games, mm-hmm. but he's only really had two good games. The other three games, he kind of disappeared. So, so say Juju has been our most consistent weapon throughout the season so far. Right, because I remember the first game for us, the Browns, Juju had like a, something weird, like 97 yards, but he had like three yeah. catches only or something, or something weird, but he played very well. Um, and then the second game versus the Chiefs, I think he performed again, but I can't remember because that game was such a – what is your take on uh, Mahomes? Like, on, on uh, Patrick Mahomes Mahomes, for the Chiefs? So far, he's looking pretty phenomenal. He's not giving me any reason not to like him yet. I wish, sure as hell, that I drafted him because he's putting up like 30 points a game. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, I think eventually it might start slowing down. People get a little more film on him and start, you know, doing stuff to rattle him. But the kid's got an arm and a half, and he seems to be pretty good at reading defenses. So mm-hmm. if you got an arm that strong and you're patient and you can read a defense, you're going to be successful. Right. I can't rem- he can make – he has got Aaron Rodgers' arm with more mobility. So that is – Right, crazy. yeah. 
I remember I've seen clips of like him where he'll throw the ball. Like it's like seventy five. It's in like practice or something. But he's done it in warm ups yeah. before he's games. Always had the arm strength. The big knock on him coming out of college was. I think he was inconsistent. Run and gun offense, and he was inconsistent. They weren't sure if he could play on center, under center. But they've done a great job refining his throwing motion, so it's a little quicker. Mm-hmm. He gets the ball out quicker now. He doesn't fart around with it. And the kid's got a cannon. Like he, I think he's going to be a legit Pro Bowl type player for years to come. I think. Yeah, I think the only. I'm sure he'll. The Chiefs got the steal. I think mm-hmm. they got the best quarterback in the draft by far. Right. Who Who was that year? That was the oh, year God. before. There was, there was several oh, it was golf. It was golf and wins. It was golf. Or was it that? Was no, golf and wins were the year before him. Okay. They were rookies the year before Mahomes came out. This is golf and Wentz's third year. This is Mahomes' second. Second year. Okay, this is gonna drive me nuts. Well, but who the- there were still several guys that went ahead of him. He went like 17. Actually, I think he went pick because the the the, the, the at the moment I don't think the 17. Chiefs traded at all. He went like 13 or 11, something weird. Like they did not move at all, and they picked him immediately. Because I remember. Okay, I thought they were at 17. Maybe not. I mean. Bottom line is there were at least two quarterbacks that went headed. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to drive me nuts now. I know. It would be easy to look it up once we're off the phone. I don't know it off the top of my head. No, I guess you. But I know that there were at least two that went ahead of him. No, I guess I you. I can't think off the top of my head right now, though. Because I think the Steelers would have picked him if he fell to them last year. There was some conversation about that. That would have been nice. I mean, I still think uh, what's-his-name is going to be good, but. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes good. Who's what's his name? Our backup quarterback. I just can't think of his name. Josh Dobbs or Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph, yeah. Now, I don't think Dobbs is a future starter. I'm not really sure about Mason, to be dead honest with you. I mean, it's one of those things they have to play, and if Ben's still here, they're never going to play, which is fine. I think Mason's got the prototypical quarterback arm strength, size, pocket awareness to be a successful NFL quarterback. But I think he'll be more like a, a Matt Ryan, like just a true pocket passer. Mm-hmm. No, I guess um, right. Dobbs gives you that other element, but I don't think he's got the leg strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, the legs, the arm strength. <laughs> you said he didn't have the leg strength, and like to me, I took it as he didn't have the leg strength, meaning like just because you're supposedly mobile doesn't mean you know how to run the proper way. or. or well, that, can... that too. He is a little iffy when he gets out of the pocket. Right, like yeah. But, yeah, I you know, I think he could be a decent backup in the league, but I don't think he'll ever be a starter. No, I got you. But uh, thanks for calling, and I'll uh, see you tomorrow. No problem, bud. Hey, bye. Bye. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. This is podcast number nine, week uh, six. If you haven't already, you know, um, download and subscribe to us on uh, Podbean. Um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, like us on Facebook, Benjamin's Dream. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at My Dream Jersey. Subscribe to our YouTube page, uh, Benjamin's Dream. Um, share, comment, debate. It's always extremely welcomed. And then check out the website, MyDreamJersey.com. Check out the Top Picks tab and the check out the uh merchandise tab and check out the uh, podcast tab i think they're all very interesting and you all would enjoy them but tell a friend to tell a friend tell a sports fan to tell a sports fan and same time next week thank you bye